This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of thumb CMC dislocation from the hand section on orthobullets.com. Thumb CMC dislocation is mostly dorsal. Volar dislocations are rare. As far as the epidemiology, thumb CMC dislocations make up less than 1% of hand injuries. With respect to pathophysiology, the mechanism of thumb CMC dislocation is an axial force on a flexed thumb. This is more common. Another mechanism is dorsal force applied in the first web space. For example, a handlebar driven into a motorcyclist's thumb on impact. This is less common. As far as the pathoanatomy of thumb CMC dislocation, the dorsal radial ligament is torn, and the anterior oblique ligament is stripped slash peeled off the first metacarpal base but remains continuous. Now let's go over some relevant anatomy. The dorsal side ligaments are the primary stabilizers to dorsal slash dorsal radial forces. There are 16 total ligaments that stabilize the trapeziometacarpal joint. These include the superficial anterior oblique, the deep anterior oblique, otherwise known as the beak ligament, the dorsal radial ligament, the posterior oblique ligament, the ulnar collateral ligament, the intermetacarpal ligament, the dorsal intermetacarpal ligament, the dorsal trapeziotrapezoid ligament, the volar trapeziotrapezoid ligament, the dorsal trapeziosecond metacarpal ligament, the volar trapeziosecond metacarpal ligament, the trapezio third metacarpal ligament, the transverse carpal ligament, the trapeziocapitate ligament, the volar scaphotrapezial ligament, and the radial scaphotrapezial ligament. The superficial anterior oblique ligament does not stabilize the joint inflection and does not prevent dorsal subluxation. It does provide for laxity of the trapeziometacarpal joint to allow pronation during opposition, and it also forms a quote-unquote voluminous pouch to accommodate metacarpal translation. The deep anterior oblique or beak ligament is a pivot for the trapeziometacarpal joint for pronation of the thumb. The dorsal radial ligament is a stabilizer or a check rein to radial subluxation. It becomes taut with radial slash dorsal radial subluxation before other ligaments, and if all other ligaments but this one are cut, the carpometacarpal joint still remains reduced. Keep in mind that the dorsal radial ligament is lax in stage 4 arthritis. There are seven main stabilizers of the trapeziometacarpal joint, that is the superficial anterior oblique ligament, the deep anterior oblique or beak ligament, the dorsal radial ligament, the posterior oblique ligament, the ulnar collateral ligament, the intermetacarpal ligament, and the dorsal intermetacarpal ligament. There are nine stabilizers of the trapezium. The dorsal trapeziotrapezoid ligament, the volar trapeziotrapezoid ligament, the dorsal trapeziosecond metacarpal ligament, the volar trapeziosecond metacarpal ligament, the trapezio-third metacarpal ligament, the volar scaphotrapezial ligament, the radial scaphotrapezial ligament, and the trapeziocapitate and transverse carpal ligaments. Finally, remember that there are four key ligamentous restraints of the thumb. The anterior oblique ligament, which remains attached to the volar fragment in Bennett slash Rolando fractures, the posterior oblique ligament, the intermetacarpal ligament, and the dorsal radial ligament. As far as the presentation of thumb CMC dislocations, patients may provide a history of colliding onto a flexed object slash axial force on a flexed thumb. Another history that may be provided, as we mentioned, is a dorsal force applied to the first web space. For example, a handlebar driven into a motorcyclist's thumb on impact. 
Patients may have symptoms of pain over the thenar eminence, and physical exam may reveal swelling and bruising over the thenar eminence, as well as an inability to form a fist. As far as imaging, recommended views on radiographs include a PA and a lateral. Optional views include a Roberts view, which is used to evaluate for base of thumb fractures. Findings may include joint space widening and or dorsal radial shift of the metacarpal. An MRI may be indicated for persistent slash recurrent instability after reduction, and an MRI can provide as a guide to ligamentous reconstruction. Treatment of thumb CMC dislocation can be non-operative or operative. Non-operative management includes close reduction and immobilization in extension and pronation. This is indicated for patients that are stable on reduction, implying that the anterior oblique ligament is intact. Operative options include close reduction and temporary pinning, or reconstruction of the dorsal capsuloligamentous complex with tendon autograft plus temporary pinning. This is the recommended treatment, and this is indicated for a grossly unstable joint where the anterior oblique ligament is possibly torn as well. As far as results, you will have better abduction and pinch strength with reconstruction of the dorsal capsule ligamentous complex with tendon autograft plus temporary pinning than with close reduction and pinning. Some complications to mention include that the anterior osteophyte is often visible. However, keep in mind that there is a low incidence of recurrent dislocation. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A 23-year-old football player falls onto his right hand during a game. An injury radiograph shows a dorsal dislocation of the thumb CMC joint. Which of the following is the most likely scenario? And the choices are 1. This is most likely a volar dislocation and the anterior oblique ligament is torn. 2. This is most likely a volar dislocation and the dorsal radial ligament is torn. 3. This is most likely a dorsal dislocation and the anterior oblique ligament is torn. 4. This is most likely a dorsal dislocation and the dorsal radial ligament is torn. And 5. This is most likely a dorsal dislocation and both the anterior oblique ligament and dorsal radial ligament are torn. The correct answer to this question is 4. This is most likely a dorsal dislocation. The dorsal radial ligament is torn. So this is a dorsal dislocation of the thumb CMC joint. The dorsal radial ligament is torn. The anterior oblique ligament remains intact but peels off the base of the first metacarpal. To quickly review, thumb CMC dislocation is rare. Dorsal dislocations are more common than volar dislocations. The mechanism for dorsal dislocation is axial loading with the thumb metacarpal flexed. Another possible mechanism is a force driven into the first web space, for example, a handlebar driven into a motorcyclist's thumb on impact. The primary restraint to dorsal dislocation is the dorsal radial ligament. The anterior oblique ligament remains continuous but can be peeled off the first metacarpal base. In contrast, in a Bennett-Rolando fracture, the anterior oblique ligament remains attached to a fragment of bone at the metacarpal base, and the metacarpal translates because of the fracture through the base. Strouch et al. reviewed acute carpometacarpal dislocations in cadavers. They applied a dorsal dislocating force and progressively sectioned ligaments. They found that the primary restraint was the dorsal radial ligament with the anterior oblique ligament allowing dislocation after peeling off the base of the first metacarpal. The joint was more stable in pronation and extension, which tightened the anterior oblique ligament. Bettinger and Berger reviewed the functional anatomy of the trapezium and the trapeziometacarpal joint. 
They describe 16 ligaments that help stabilize the carpal metacarpal joint and use geometric and mathematical models to describe and support ligament function. They state that the dorsal radial ligament is an important stabilizer against dorsal forces. The trapezoid, trapezio-second metacarpal, and trapezio-third metacarpal ligaments function as tension bands to support the trapezium against cantilever bending forces. Moving on to the next question. A 22-year-old college quarterback is tackled and sustains a reducible first carpometacarpal dislocation. What is the recommended treatment? And the choices are 1. Close reduction and casting. 2. Close reduction and percutaneous pinning. 3. First carpometacarpal arthrodesis. 4. Dorsal capsulodesis. And 5. Ligament reconstruction using tendon autograft. The correct answer to this question is 5. Ligament reconstruction using tendon autograft. So when comparing close reduction and pinning to ligament reconstruction, the reconstruction group had slightly better abduction and pinch strength. The volar oblique ligament usually tears off the first metacarpal in a subperiosteal fashion. In this young patient, motion-sparing procedures are performed. That's all for this review about thumb CMC dislocation. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com. And in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.